Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello, this is our one year anniversary week, which is super exciting. The Empowered Hormones podcast has been around for a year. I can't believe it's gone so fast. I can't believe this is episode 55 and that also means I'm yeah well over one year into business of full-time as well so lots of new lots of you know that I worked part-time for quite a few years so I studied for six years and then I was actually lecturing for a couple years so doing training I did my training and assessment certification and I was working with some RTOs so registered training organizations uh, teaching those who wanted to be personal trainers so my background's quite strong in fitness uh, with my sports science degree and then also yeah not only being a personal trainer and a boxing coach for a bit and struggling to crossfit for a while I also got to train PTs so that was yeah a little bit of my career so I've actually only ever worked full-time for a year I always had heaps of part-time jobs um juggling different jobs and things often juggling lecturing and pt and boxing and bits and pieces um, as well as my business on the side and then i picked up a full-time job as a lecturer so for vast fitness academy and i was teaching those like i said doing cert three and four in fitness but also those in doing cert four in nutrition so that was really great really enjoyed that but trying to do that full time i think i lasted maybe three or four months doing that full time and trying to do my business as well was just crazy because i was working late evenings and i was working every weekend um and i was just totally burning out so i actually asked them if i could step back and i went into a part-time role so i had two days a week to work on my business and three days i was working for them um i lasted about another six months doing that so i was there for about a year and then i went i just can't i can't do this i'm not growing in my business because i just am not putting my all into it so that was quite scary uh quitting a staple income each week and i'd saved a, a fair amount of money so that i could knowingly be like look I can quit my job I'll just live off the savings I'll put a whole heap into my business build a new website um, put some into marketing put it into business coaches put it into growing so that was all yeah really exciting really scary but honestly the the best thing that I've done I get to wake up every day and I get to help women and I get to help you know women who want to see changes I'm lucky in the sense that I work with a real niche market of women who have gut and hormone issues who when they're ready to work with me they know they want to get to the root cause they know that they need to run some form of testing Uh, they're not always sure what but they know there's something going on because so often you have a healthy lifestyle already and the women like me so often already eat well or are aware of eating well but are still getting bloated they may wake up bloated or they drink a bit of water and they're waking like walking around all day uncomfortable and it's not 
because they're super lazy. It's not because they're eating McDonald's every day. It's not because they have horrible lifestyle habits. It's purely because there's underlying issues going on with their gut or their thyroid or their adrenals. Like burnout is a massive one. Um, uh, you you attract what you are in a sense like I'm a very go 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 person and a lot of my clients are exactly the same they're doing all the things they're racing around they're exercising socializing uh, so it's you know there's these ambitious ambitious strong women who want to achieve things career-wise fitness-wise family-wise and their gut is holding them back like you just can't exercise that well if you're bloated or constipated or got gut issues or you know if your hormones are letting you down if you've got a lot of fatigue because fatigue's a huge one and it's something nearly every woman I work with studies studies with struggles with because fatigue is a result of the other things going on. It's a result of hormone imbalances. It's a result of having gut pain. It's a result of not absorbing your nutrients. But it's also the result of feeling like you're eating healthy, but you're not getting those key nutrients into your diet. And that's really what I'm going to talk about today. Some key foods that you should be having every single day to help your hormonal health these will also help your gut health but they're really really great for your hormones as well and overall sort of nutrient absorption but i digress <laughs> because it is the one year anniversary um on the 19th this will be released on the wednesday i'm giving you 19 percent off all my short courses so that's actually for this whole week so if you are on my mailing list you would receive the email monday it should have been um just letting you know that the code is podcast 19 so you can get my gut hormone workshop the nutritional strategies for ibs and even the new and improved self-paced gut hormone solution um at 19 percent discount as well so why would you do the gut health solution solo because basically you can go through all those changes yourself you can watch the videos you can incorporate the changes you can start healing your gut which is so so important if in a couple weeks you decide you want to jump in live that's no issue at all uh, it's just an extra 97 dollars, and you can jump in the live round so it's very easy to get in on that or if you know in the future you decide you want to do that that's fine as well um, you can jump in future rounds as well so go to my website sheridandecker.com go to work with me and go to the gut health solution and if you scroll down to where you sign up or just click any of the buttons and it will pull you straight down there you'll see the self-paced one and then you'll also see the live round as well so you can get it on the pre-sale list for the live round or like i said grab the self-paced one while it's on sale now and then you can always upgrade to the live round in a couple weeks if you want as well so it'll save you money all around um but yeah it was such a great community last time and everyone learned so much and the feedback was just phenomenal so i really want you to go and make a start there because i know lots of people either go i just don't have the money for functional testing i don't have the money to work with you one-on-one -on -one, and i respect that so here's an easy place for you to start and then if in six months or 12 months you go finally yep I've got the extra couple hundred dollars Sheridan can we jump in and can we just get to the root cause of this no problem at all 
I know you're already going to be an amazing client because you've already done the gut health solution and you've already implemented a lot of those foundational changes. So 19% off uh, podcast 19 at the checkout will give you that sneaky little discount for the week. So today I'm talking about food. Can it balance hormones and is diet alone the key to healthy hormones? Now, one thing I notice a lot in women is eating, when they're eating so healthy, they're eating so much fiber. Like if you're eating a lot of fruits and veggies, we can actually become a little bit deficient in nutrients because fiber fills you up so fast and often we avoid some of those more dense foods like some of your fats or things like dairy. If you're not eating dairy, you know, it's quite a nutritiously dense food, but also, um, we tend to avoid some foods like that or like I said some of the fats and we go for lots of broccoli, lots of kale, lots of asparagus, spinach, um, you know all your fruits as well and sometimes when we're doing that we can be limiting the amount of calories we're getting in because fiber fills fills us up properly and if you do have low estrogen it's going to like detox or push out those hormones which can make you know your overall hormone picture quite low Uh, so we need to really focus on nutrient density rather than um, sometimes just getting enough fiber in so one of the foods i really love and this is I don't know what it is a food, but it's a tea. (laughs) So herbal tea. So the nettle tea, stinging nettle, which is um, a herb and it's dried and it's safe when it is, um, yeah, when it's taken as a dried herb. And I like to buy it just off iHerb. Excuse the pun. Um, I buy it off iHerb either loose leaf or in tea bags, like the organic nettle tea, and it's just great. Um, It's quite an earthy flavour, but I love it because it's got so many health benefits. So the compounds in nettle tea can act like insulin, so they can improve blood sugar levels. So if you have PCOS or weight gain or some kind of metabolic issue, Balancing out your blood sugar levels is so, so important, okay? So we know that, we also know that the compounds in stinging nettle, which is the nettle tea, can help you detox. So it can increase the glutathione levels. So glutathione helps your body or helps your liver detox toxins, um, push them out of the body and also Uh, decrease inflammation so again so many of you know once you've done a dutch test or hormone testing you'll know that in that phase one of the liver we've got that glutathione pathway that we're looking at so if you've got issues with phase one of the liver nettle tea can be a game changer and again high androgens pcos hormonal imbalance two to three cups of nettle tea go (laughs) it's it's also got vitamins a c k um It's also really high in minerals, which is another reason I love it. Uh, So it's got iron, calcium, potassium, manganese in it. So I'm really big about minerals as well in the diet. So stuff like nettle tea and I'll go into your adrenal cocktail later as well are really, really important because they're so underrated. So let's talk about number two, which is your adrenal cocktail and also using those trace mineral drops in the adrenal cocktail. So the adrenal cocktail is a combination of things, but it is one of the number one drinks that I recommend to all my clients. Now, I'm not sure 
why it's called a cocktail because it doesn't have any alcohol in it. So I think clients look at me first and go, what? Why would you say cocktail if it's not cocktail? Um, you could probably add gin to it if you like because we know that gin is metabolized or alcohol is metabolized better when there's a bit of fructose with it. So off you go. Um, but I recommend this recipe to my clients because most of them are stressed out, they're burnt out, they're lethargic, they're not sleeping well. Um, so there's often a lot of adrenal and thyroid issues going on there. So just a quick um, FYI on your adrenal glands. So the adrenal glands are actually hormone glands so they're located on top of your kidneys and they produce hormones that regulate your metabolism your glucose usage blood pressure immune system um, and just really help you respond to stress i think that's the way most people know them because they come to me and they say i've got adrenal fatigue because i've been stressed for so long or i've you know been over exercising or i haven't been eating well so we know here that someone's out of balance, okay? So we wanna make sure that we're supporting your body's ability to respond to stress. And that looks at, can you regulate your blood sugar, your insulin sensitivity? How can we work on that metabolic rate for you? So just a one small way, and this all ties back to hormones because if your body's stressed out, we know that impacts our hormones, impacts our progesterone, impacts our estrogen. Often we see progesterone go down and we see um, estrogen go up and increase. So kind of what you like to call your estrogen dominance. So this drink, you can adjust its macronutrient ratios as needed, um, and we but we try to keep them balanced. So we want to keep them equal to support the adrenals while also providing essential vitamins and minerals, okay, so that we can heal that adrenal fatigue. Now, the core ingredient is fresh fruit juice. So that's your carbs. That's your macronutrient of carbohydrates. So I always go for an orange juice, a pulp-free orange juice, which has high amounts of vitamin C, um, which is really, really important for your adrenal glands while producing cortisol during a stressful situation. And we know that food source of vitamin C is a lot more beneficial for us than something like absorbic acid. So the antioxidant properties are also needed to fuel the adrenal glands. So protects us against oxidative stress, boosts the immune system, and also regulate cortisol production. So I just buy the nudie pulp-free orange juice because there's no preservatives, no artificial ingredients, no added sugar, nothing like that in it, okay? So just look for that in the ingredients list because often they'll have like added sugar or like I said, preservatives or other things in it that you don't want. You just want a natural one. Um, and it can be frustrating because you will pay more for a natural orange juice as well. Um, but go pulp free because it's easier on your gut. If you've got issues, the pulp in it, the fermentable fibers like in SIBO or LIBO, so large bacterial overgrowth, will cause um, issues in some of you. So that's our one macronutrient source, which is your carbs. And our second one is we're going for some fats. So we want a stable saturated fatty acid. So something that's going to stabilize blood sugar levels and provide your body with energy. So depending on 
your gar your tolerance to things. You can either go cream, which I think is great, um, or you can go coconut cream as well. You could use milk, um, coconut milk or normal milk, but the cream provides a real nice texture to it as well. Some people like using coconut water and coconut cream or regular cream and a bit of coconut water just for the extra bit of potassium in it as well. Uh, personally, it depends on when and why I'm having it, and I'll get down to that in a sec. The other macronutrient we want is some form of protein. So this is when your hydrolyzed collagen powder comes in handy because it acts as a blood sugar regulator and it provides the essential amino acids needed to support and build a resilient gut, okay? So it's gonna do that, it's gonna boost your cortisol production as well, but it's also very healing. A lot of you are using collagen to heal that leaky gut. It supports your nails, supports your hair. I notice a big difference when I have it in my diet. So again, we've got our carbs, we've got our protein, we've got our fat in there. Now, if, like me, you might have it with a meal, then I don't always add collagen, I don't always add a fat to it, I just pretty much have my OJ and my trace mineral drops, okay? So lots of people add sea salt um, and cream of tartar for it, so you've got those two minerals, your cream of tartar for your potassium and you've got your sea salt um, which contains your electrolytes and your minerals in it, uh, which are obviously really, really important for your energy production and adrenal function. Salt does also make everything taste better, so don't skimp out on salt. Um, but if you're, like I said, if you're, it's not in a rush. I just love the trace mineral drops because they have a lot more minerals in them as well. So if you have trace mineral drops, which you can get off iHerb, add them to it. Have that in your orange juice. And if you're having it as either when your energy levels are low, so between, you know, around 10 to 11 a.m., or 2 to 3 p.m., that's a great time to have it. And if you're having it, like I said, by itself, then make sure you've got the collagen and the fat in it from the cream. If you're having it right before bed, that's a good time to have it as a combo as well, especially if you find you're waking up at 3 a.m. and that's often a sign of imbalanced blood sugars, then having something before bed can be really, really great. Um, otherwise, people like to have it as a pre or post-workout snack. Uh, because it's very fast digesting and it's easy on the gut. There's not a lot of fiber in it or as breakfast. So some people really are not hungry at breakfast time um, and skip breakfast, but I would be having the adrenal cocktail to get started. So play around with it. Um, yeah, around a cup of orange juice. You can do fresh oranges if you want as well. One to two tablespoons of your fats, um, pinch of your salt or some trace mineral drops, a scoop of your collagen, we set all together. If you want a bit of coconut water in there for extra potassium, go for it. So play around with that and let me know what you think. <laughs> so we have got nettle tea, we've got our adrenal cocktail. Now I'm going to talk about our raw carrot salad. So this is your simple and cheapest hormone balancing tools. Basically, there is no excuse not to have this in your diet, okay? Now, if you're lazy like me, you probably just eat raw carrots, but it's still, as good as they are, they don't have the same benefits. So the benefits we have been found by Ray Pete in the 1970s, and I'm going to link into the article that I'm going to talk about because there's a lot of great research in there, but basically he goes on to say that eating this raw carrot daily can lower, you know, 
antithyroid, anti-inflammatory substances. So it can really support the liver and it can actually also support your GI tract. So it helps detoxify endotoxins, so from bacterial overgrowth or parasites and excess estrogen. So raw carrots as well as bamboo shoots, which is another thing that sometimes we incorporate um, into the diet, have these unique fibers that rather than feeding bacteria, they bind and eliminate um, these endotoxins, but also unused hormones like estrogen. So it also lowers the body's need to produce cortisol, so putting it into that stress state. Now, ultimately, this is going to increase the efficiency of progesterone and testosterone. Um, and yeah, just work in the same way to bind toxins as charcoal can. So a lot of you I know who have done gut protocols with me have either taken something like Toxaprevent, activated charcoal, your biocidin, um, GI detox, all which have binders in them to bind up the release. So when these parasites, bacteria, things die off, they release a lot of toxins into the gut. We really want to remove them out to stop you from having side effects. Um, also, apparently when grated lengthways, so not put through a blender, it enhances the effects of these fibres. So, you know, some people, yeah, again, if you can't bother grating it, just eat the flipping carrot. <laughs> so when is the best time to eat it? Well, it's best eaten on an empty stomach before a meal or snack. So um, eating with a meal can slow the absorption of nutrients from other foods because the carrot fibres can inhibit minerals if eaten with other foods so not not end of the world but you know if you want to get the most out of it eat it mid-morning um, and have it on an empty stomach so you would have your carrot you'd washed um, and then just grated or shredded lengthways leave it unpeeled don't peel it um, and then a dash of vinegar so either white apple cider rice vinegar one to two teaspoons of coconut oil melted or a bit of olive oil drizzled over it and then a bit of your sea salt some people add extra stuff like apples or raisins um, but basically you just mix that together and you eat it so it's quite easy one note on that though, if you notice the calluses, and I have this for a long time, or your palms, let me look at my palms now, they're probably a little on the orange side, but they're not too bad. Um, if you know the calluses on your palms turn orange after a period of eating this, it can be to do with poor liver function. So if you can't convert carotone, so which can be toxic, to vitamin A, and it can also got to do with B12. So if this is the case, rinse your grated carrot, squeeze out the orange colored juice and then dress it. So sometimes we can pick up liver sort of issues through there, which is quite interesting as well. And that's why the next food is butter because it's got vitamin A in it that you can already absorb as opposed to having to convert it in the liver like things like sweet potato and carrots. So butter I love in the diet and there just honestly is no substitute for grass-fed butter. Real organic butter containing cream, milk and salt is a game changer. It is the best thing again. The margarine spreads, anything that's got different oils in it, vegetable oils, palm oils, anything like that is not butter. It does not do the same. It is not good for you. Please stop eating it. Please. Okay. Just buy plain proper butter. 
live with that. The taste is better. It's not some hydrogenated vegetable oil that's just going to do a lot of harm and cause a lot of inflammation from your body. Get away from the vegetable oils, please, please, okay? Just stick to butter. So really good for your hormones. Um, it's really rich in vitamins A and K, which is why you want to get it from grass-fed pastures because when animals don't have access to sunlight vitamin d is going to be absent from the food so food's only as clean as its source okay so if the cows are storing toxins in their fat the toxins are going to be passed on to the consumer so if the cows are fed a lot of grains and polyunsaturated fatty acids or injected with hormones and antibiotics then you're thinking that's going to end up in your butter so the better quality you can spend it's worth the extra couple dollars to get those fat-soluble vitamins A, D, and K2, which work together um, into your diet. So other things it contains is your calcium, potassium, iodine, all essential hormone production as well. Uh, K2 for your bone strength, E for your cardiovascular system, a for your immune system okay so all really really critical um, also for cholesterol and cholesterol is one of the precursors for producing our hormones all right so we have got nettle tea adrenal cocktail and butter uh, raw carrot salad and then the last one slash two i was gonna do one but you can't do one without the other so bonus people not five things six foods for you oysters and liver so these two foods are nature's pro metabolic multivitamins okay so a lot of people go oh gross i'm not eating liver or oysters especially the liver actually um they're both incredibly incredibly nutrient dense so please bear with me um you know, growing up, our grandparents used to eat liver, kidney, you know, steak and kidney pie and other organ meats, um, often probably in pies, like I said, or alongside potatoes. So it used to not be as odd as it is now. With some of the carnivore movement, if someone's doing the carnivore diet properly, and I've had people ask about this, do it properly, you're going to be eating organ meats, but a lot of people don't do it properly. So then you might you know you might consider incorporating some kidney or brain or heart or liver or things into your diet but basically liver is jam-packed with copper which is really important ask me about the cure book if you listen to this and you've got low energy copper trace minerals fit a k and also b vitamins uh, and it's also vitamin a is used to make your pro pregnenolone which is your protective steroid hormone okay and pregnenolone creates progesterone and we know that progesterone opposes estrogen so a lot of women become estrogen dominant because their body's not making enough progesterone and that can be from a variety of reasons often stressed under eating and lack of minerals so please get some of that liver into your diet whether you're making pate whether you take it in capsules whether you're cooking it up and hiding it in meatballs or a meatloaf i don't care it's in the gut health solution and it should be in your diet we're aiming for 100 to 200 grams a week which sounds like quite a bit but actually a lot of people these days also will cut the liver up um, into like 30 gram bits freeze them and either they take it just raw in the morning or grab a bit of ghee a bit of garlic or salt and pepper 
fry it up in that and have it with your breakfast just one little bit each day i've actually made pate which i'm chewing through at the moment but i will be doing that because i think that's a great idea and i think that's super easy and super doable for me as well if i'm cooking eggs most days i can just add a little bit of um a square of liver next to it and happy days so please consider how you can get it into your diet Go on a bit of a Google, look for some recipes. Like I said, something you can make and freeze, like if it's pate or beef, liver is the most nutrient dense, but if you really can't tolerate it, try chicken. But there are recipes where you can soak the beef liver and then it's a lot more delicious as well because it takes some of that strongness out of it. Um, and then like I said, oysters was the other one. So lots of zinc, selenium, B12, iodine, copper. So you're aiming for six to 12 a week. Now, um, it's a great source of protein. It's, like I said, one of the best sources of zinc. So zinc is an essential trace mineral. So it's needed for that immune response, but also for not only your energies and healing, but for hormonal function, especially males, but also very much for your females as well. And you want at least 11 milligrams a day. So one oyster is about eight to nine milligrams. So, you know, if you're having two a day, that would hit your daily needs. But otherwise, I just have one serve a week pretty much because that'll give me my, my intake for the week. You don't have to have them every day, but I would try and aim for it on a daily basis. Um, they also contain lots of vitamin A, E, C, B12, and selenium, calcium, copper, iron. So all those things. Now, oysters also contain very little toxicity compared to some of your big fish like tuna. So some people struggle to eat oysters raw. <laughs> raw. I love them raw, um, but I'm not eating raw oysters every week because A, the cost, and two, I'm not going out to get them. Um, so I just get the canned form, but make sure they're just in spring water or olive oil. So I just buy the spring water ones from Woolies. They're not always there, but when they are, I just buy four or five tins. Um, they're just smoked in spring water. You can also buy them on iHerb, so you can get chili ones or plain ones from iHerb as well. But again, look for what they're packaged in, okay? But if you really don't want to have them, you can buy desiccated oyster tablets. I think Saturay has some and um, Mito Pro maybe has some as well. So that is one way of getting zinc in. But honestly, try, please try the oysters. So oysters and liver, that's your bonus five, six one. <laughs> please get some of them into your diet. So this is a great starting point. I know this episode is going to be super helpful for many of you who have low energy and hormone imbalances. It's also really going to help with gut stuff as well. But like I said, in the gut health solution, in that self-paced one, there are some recipes for these things. It also steps you through when to implement them because um, usually we do that in week uh, in pillar three or four rather than straight at the start because there's some other things you can do beforehand to really support your gut health as well so remember podcast 19 at the checkout you'll get 19% off my short courses so that's a self-paced one the gut hormone workshop um, which is going to teach you about the link between your gut and your hormones and also the nutritional strategies for IBS which is basically talking you through the it's around 10 different elements around IBS so sleep exercise stress supplements constipation what foods to eat and what foods to eat to rebuild your microbiome and what bacteria is in your microbiome so go have a look at them grab one make a start jump into the gut hormone solution start working through it in a couple weeks if you want to upgrade and join in live so you get all the live calls awesome do that as well so 
Hope today's episode was helpful. Remember, please message me on Instagram if you ever have any questions that you want addressed more in detail because Instagram's obviously really only one sort of sentence replies and I can't go into stuff as deep. But please leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. I love hearing from you. I love it when you message me on Instagram and you say, Sheridan, that episode was great. I learned something. That's what I'm here for. I want to educate. I want to empower. And I want to see you make the most out of your life, get the life you deserve and have more energy and vitality than you ever thought possible. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.